Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about H-A-B-I-T-S habits. Do you like the spelling? Yeah. Very cool. I always want to snap. I don't know why. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. Uh, we are so thankful that you've decided to listen to our podcast, and we would love if you subscribed. So if you're just testing out an episode, just hit that subscribe button. See what happens. We'll show up every week, every Monday, hopefully, as long as all goes to plan, mm-hmm. which I have a story about that later. Um We've also, we're still on our social media break, so there's no like weekly podcast Instagram Mm -hmm. to tell you to sort of have a conversation. So we've been really relying on the reviews that you guys have been leaving and they are amazing and they, they, I feel like they're getting better. Yeah. Um, I feel like you guys are so creative and it's just amazing. Um, but we always like to read a few here just to encourage you to leave some because it just, you know, warms our soul, warms our hearts makes us laugh. They all make us laugh almost now. Um, especially because most of them end with, okay, I love you. Bye. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, so I'm going to read two real quick. The first is Mount Rushmore of the walk and love podcast. That's the review. So we do our Mount Rushmore of whatever. And, uh, someone has left their Mount Rushmore of the podcast. Okay. So let's hear it. This is the four things that would be carved in stone about the walk and love podcast. Um, Brooke and TJ, their goofiest, smartest, best-looking, sounding, in parentheses, right? couple in the universe. Wow. I mean, stop. You, you say too much. Yeah. <laughs> stop. And I'm I love glad them. You, I'm glad we have it in writing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's official now. It's on the internet, so it's got to be true. Uh, and I love them with my whole heart. Number two, I feel like my kids grew up and they married each other. It's every parent's dream. That's that's an office quote. That's a quote from Michael Scott, the last episode. So her number two is office quotes. Uh, number three, um, they bring strong feelings to the surface, ranging from annoying winter face wash elbow drip to making you cry thinking about the beautiful wonders of life and love. So strong feelings is number three, which... Strong feelings. <gasps> um, and number four is their t-shirt business. So which is awesome. So that's such a kind review. The Mount Rushmore of walk and love podcast. And then it ended with, okay, I love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this review is sort of a big deal. This next one, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, we chart in Norway. <laughs> so we don't chart in the United States. We used to, when we were in like this relationship category, but then we changed to Christianity because we felt like that better fits yeah. who we are. But now we're up against like everybody's church and, Everybody, like, you know, so, like, it's harder to chart in Christianity, so we haven't been there yet, but we will. I'm hopeful. Yeah. But we chart in Norway in Christianity. I mean, with this review, we might get there. I mean, there. we might get there. So, uh, they speak Norwegian in Norway, so the English is a little a little, little rough. It's just, it's not bad, but you... But it's way while, better it's than if I tried awesome. to watch, tried to write a review in Norwegian. There you go. Because I don't know a single word. There you go. So... Greetings from Norway. Hi, guys. I'm from Norway. Sorry to disappoint you, but my name is Christine. I think we were, like, commenting on Norwegian names. Yeah. Nothing more fancy than that, but Asta, with a circle over the A, is a girl name, and Oren, with a cross through the O, is a boy name. Super fancy. Uh, We speak Norwegian. We love tourists, but are afraid of our neighbors. (laughs) Everyone sits by themselves during bus rides, but when we hike, which Norwegians do a lot, we suddenly are all friends and say hello to everyone, and life is good complicated people. 
but I love living in Norway. And if you were to come here, you could live with me and my family in southern Norway in Arendelle. What? Elsa and Anna are normal Norwegian names. And I do know a kid named Olaf. And we do love our trolls. Trolls, Bergen is a Norwegian town as well. And the people who live there are just like them. <laughs> laugh eyes, sweat laugh sweat, eyes. Yeah. Come out, keep up the good work. Love you both. Big inspiration. From what I can read, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that we just got invited to an all expenses paid <laughs> resort <laughs> in Arendelle in the ice castle. Yeah, we're going, right? I that's mean, that's. I think that's what that says. I don't see any contact information in the review to like mm. claim the prize, right. but I feel like. The wheels are in motion. Yes. Anna and Elsa are probably waiting. Yeah. I don't know. Do you visit? Their doors are open. Yeah. So that's amazing. That is. It's amazing. When you first read that to me, you were just like reading it off kind of fast. Yeah. Um, you know, you could live with me and my family in Norway and, and, in Arendelle. Arendelle. And you kept going and I was like, hold, hold up. Hold up. Did you just say Arendelle? <laughs> like from Frozen? <laughs> like we're going? <laughs> And Frozen's been big in the house lately. Yeah. Um, June asked to watch the second Frozen um, every other day almost. Yeah. And we have to try to explain to an almost five-year-old how movies work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's in the theater. And an almost five-year-old who coming. can kind of stream whatever she wants. Like, right. They have a wide selection. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. But it's amazing. <laughs> We're charting in Norway, babe. I love it. Should we just move to our fan base in Norway? Ooh. <laughs> no. It sounds cold. It's too cold. Um, so that's awesome. We also got, this is the first time this has happened while we're talking reviews. We got a mail review. like A physical letter. A physical letter. It says. Well, you, you challenged them, said internet listeners. You're like, I don't know. Send us some mail, baby. We're not on our phones. <laughs> so, so here it is. So someone did. It's uh, from the episode, No Phones Equals Clarity for 2020. So mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Um, Dear Brooke and TJ, since you're not currently on social media, we've decided to send you our podcast response via this thing <laughs> called mail. We massively connected with your feelings on clarity after taking a break from phones and social media. And we both set our own social media restrictions at downtime from 8 p.m. to 9 a.m. and pruned our notifications to the bare minimum. In the first couple of days alone, we noticed that we felt more rested, more accomplished, and I've had more quality time with each other. Excited to hear about your continued experience. Amazing. Very cool. And then they gave us their Mount Rushmore of travel. You want to hear it? Yeah. For Ashley, it's Edinburgh, Dublin, Amsterdam, and Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Yeah. Could I don't you, know. <laughs> could you confidently say what countries those are in? <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> Is a country? You can drive really fast though, right? <laughs> I don't know. On that but freeway, Tony's is Amsterdam, Germany, Scotland, and Prague. I feel like those are all just like over there. Yeah, just go to Europe. Just go over there. Just somewhere. go to Europe. Super cheap. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, here's a little pro tip. So for all of well, you out there. This is a good one. Quick tip. Quick tip. I signed up for this thing called nextvacay.com. This is not an ad. No. This is just something I stumbled. V-A-C-A-Y. Like vacation. Nextvacay.com. And it sends you discounted trips, mostly mm -hmm. overseas, near like local airports. So luckily we, since we live in the Northeast, we live like yeah. an hour and a half from Philadelphia, an hour and a half from Baltimore, three hours from Dulles, three hours from New York, yeah. two and a half hours from Newark. So we live by a lot of major airports that yeah. do travel 
overseas, like, mm-hmm. at, you know, big international hubs. And, uh, so we get, I get trips all the time that are super cheap. Like we just got one that was like 400 or 300. What? To oh. Tokyo. It was like uh, Philly to Tokyo for like, I think it was 400, $400, $400 round, trip. round trip. Yeah. And so they come in, it's, it's not like a, it's not like a travel agent. They just send you like a Google flight link, right? but they must have like an algorithm that is, is, that is recognizing like capturing these. them. Yeah. And so it sends you an email and just says, yeah, so it sends me an email. Yeah. From, you know, like I got one today that was Newark to, to Paris, Paris for 400, 450 round trip. Yep. Um, we've gotten some to Hawaii. I, we haven't taken any of them, right. but it's there. I think you have to pay for next vacation. I think it's like $99 a year or $25 a year. I know they run yeah. a lot of deals, but if you want to travel, like I told my friend Mark about it, AKA Matt. Um, <laughs> and I think he's going, he was, he's like a young single guy bachelor. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I can do that. So I think he's going somewhere, which is awesome. But next to Very cool. If you want to go like Amsterdam, which is on their list has shown up like 10 times. Right. So pretty so, cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. cool. Um, yeah, so we got a review in the mail, which is amazing. Um, Brooke, <laughs> should I start with Swamp Dragons Ooh. or Songs of the Week? Where, where do you want to go? Um, where do you want to go, babe? Swamp Dragons. Swamp Dragons. Give the people what they want, Swampy right? Swampy Dragons. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about Swamp that. Dragons. Swamp <laughs> Dragons. Update. Ooh. You need a Swamp Dragons update? We need update? a Swamp Dragons update made up sound effect yet again do dragons roar or just make a fire sound they roar and they make a fire sound but it's a swamp dragon so so it's a little gurgly it's a more aqua friendly mm-hmm. dragon but it's not friendly Mm-mm. if you see a swamp dragon in the wild do not approach no unless it's at a soccer game and you're asking for an autograph yeah so swamp dragons yeah how was it swim? That was, it dry, it, oh, it, so it, it like comes up out of the air and then it, whoosh, you know, it leaps. Yep, and then it, and then it says swamp dragon, swamp and then it goes back under. Slow fade out. <laughs> we lost our last game. What? <laughs> but I feel like it was the tale of two seasons. We started out zero and four. We were a team lost at sea. <laughs> and in uh, the swamp, you in mean. the swamp. We weren't in the swamp. I felt like we were in, we were on solid ground mm. where we're comfortable in the swamp. Yeah. Our home is the swamp. Right. And it feels like the last four games we entered the swamp yeah, and yeah, we yeah. finished three and one. So the tale of two seasons, mm-hmm. oh, and four and three and one. Yeah. And then we decided, hey, let's do this again. There's a couple indoor soccer facilities in our area. The one that we did play at was with walls. It was called Red Rose Arena. They don't have like an adult male league the next couple weeks. Yeah. But another one does Spooky Nook, which owns like a gigantic the billion dollar facility. Complex in the Northeast. And then they also Maybe bought the like US. <laughs> a small indoor soccer place called Lanco that was called mm. Lanco. So Lanco had one, but it's now called Spooky Nook, but whatever. Um, oh, right. And so they were like, it starts in a couple weeks, you know, we're, we're all in. Yeah. And then I got a message today on my computer, which I'm glad I checked because no phone. And it was from Sean and he was like, Hey, I don't think you're getting these messages because you haven't responded, but we have a game tonight <laughs> at nine fifteen. Yeah. So we were planning to record the podcast tonight, which we are Sunday night. Yeah. Because we had switched it to Saturday night. Right. In the name of in the name games. of the Swamp Dragons, obviously. And so now we're recording. We had to put we put Sunny to bed. We took June to her parents, <laughs> Brooke's parents' house. We're recording in the like hour-ish that we have. Gonna go pick up June. Yeah. I'm gonna upload this. And You're gonna go swamp it up, swamp it up. But it's, do you feel more confident playing in the other, in the new facility, 
Or did you like the walls? Well, you got used to the walls after a while. Yeah. But the Swamp Dragon's home field mm. is Moomaw Park, which is an actual swamp. An actual swamp. Yeah. In Mannheim. And uh, it's uh, it's outdoor with lines and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I feel like we'll be more comfortable. I feel like it'll take a little bit to get used to it. But right. I think I think it's more more of our natural habitat. So I'm excited. We start off tonight. Hopefully next podcast. Do you have uniforms? Yeah. So one of the players on our team is Matt Griner, who's the drummer in August Burns Red. Right. And so when we signed up for the first <laughs> season, he went to their like... Merch barn merch or whatever. Merch barn or wherever they yeah. had like some leftover merch. And so we have August Burns Red t-shirts. It's hysterical. That say Ride and Riffs, I think. Probably. Which is amazing. Just so you all match. And there was, we definitely played against a team who was like a super fan. Oh, that's And he like noticed the shirts and then he looked at Matt. And when you see people acknowledge Matt, (laughs) who's like one of the best drummers in the world. Yes. Right. And a friend of ours, which is cool. And he's like kind of a farmer and he's, it's great. It's amazing. Such a great combination. If you thought drummer for one of the biggest metal bands, Grammy nominated metal bands, you would think that this guy lived like, you know, I don't know. Riding motorcycles and, you know. Something. Uh, but when he comes home from tour, he works at a lawn care company. Not because he needs the money, no. but because he just he likes... genuinely He loves, loves cutting grass <laughs> with his whole heart. Maybe it's therapeutic for him. I think it is. Anyways, we wear ABR shirts. One guy noticed them and then looked up and saw Matt. And it so was... So then do you try harder to play or do you back off? Like if you were on a soccer field and Chris and, Pratt was on the other team, right? Would you be like, "Oh, watch me," and you'd like try to do better? I would try would to make like, as many jokes as I possibly could until mm. he laughed at one. Sort yeah. of like my strategy for winning you over. Yeah, okay. it was like, "Let me just machine gun jokes at you." Yeah, one's <laughs> bound to hit you. <laughs> well, I'm like dodging yeah. left and right. One's bound to pierce your heart. You'll never get me. And then I'm in. Oh, <laughs> and then I got gotcha. you. So there's the Swamp Dragons update. Love it. It's a good update. I, so new season starts tonight. New season tonight. starts tonight. I ate a dozen wings before <laughs> I found that out. My my tum-tums uh, feeling a little regretful right now. So Regret. Not even a single letter. <laughs> we got to watch that what movie is that again. From again. That's from uh, We're the Millers with... Uh, yes. Who's the actor in that? It's not Ed Helms. It's... Um, yeah, it is. Is it? No, it's the other guy. Because it's Jennifer Aniston and it's not Ed Helms. But I can't think of who it is. He kind of looks like him. He's the he's the boyfriend in Thirty Rock. Oh, I really thought it was Ed Helms. It's not Ed Helms. Oh wow. Anyway, anyways, he, uh, the guy the kid has that tattoo that says a, no regrets, but it's spelled regrets <laughs> with an A. That's the joke. One, yeah, no regrets. Um, huh? So so that's what's happening tonight in a few hours. Not even a few hours. In uh, what time is it? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. And so an hour, hour. So an hour and forty five minutes. Hour forty five minutes. The dragons hit the field. Um, (laughs) so that brings you to songs of the week. Uh, I have a song of the week slash an artist and then another band. I've been really diving deep into music. I listened to in college. Yeah. And I don't know if it's connected to the no phone, but I feel like it is. I feel like I just like, am. I don't know. I don't know why, but one is because we have the home pod and I need to tell it what to play. And so like Jason Sadukas, Jason Sadukas, Sadukas, Sadukas. Yeah. Yeah. Not Ed Helms. No. There you go. Yeah. I had to Google it. You had to Google it. On uh, an iPad though, people. On no an phone. iPad. Not a phone. Um, so I've been like really into like yeah. bands I listened to in high school. And then what I'm doing is I'm looking the, up the lead singer 
and then searching to see if they have any music, right. like if they like have a, a solo career, or, yeah, new yeah, band yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And so I'm like going down these weird, weird trails. Um, one artist who I, the, the song that I'm about to play, um, his name's Nate Roos. Mm-hmm. He was the lead singer of a band called The Format. That was his first band. Then he went on to be the lead singer of a band called Fun, yeah. um, which was won a, a huge success, won Grammys and stuff. And then he's started his solo career and he's like been featured on songs by Pink and Eminem and like he, he's... All sorts of people, he, yeah. But I remember when I was at Colorado State University, my freshman year of college, I worked at the radio station. I was mm-hmm. a DJ, 5 to 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Not a big deal. I don't want to make a huge deal of it, but it was. <laughs> if we had podcast reviews, it probably would have gotten a lot of reviews. I'm just saying. <laughs> DJ Frolet was my name. Oh, horrible. Oh, it's just the worst. That joke would not have pierced my heart. <laughs> just so you know, I would have dodged that one hard. It was because I had the front mullet. Yeah, I had I know. the emo front mullet. Yeah. Just don't judge me. I will. You had a lip ring. I had a lip ring. Okay. All right. But let's just remind people of the air era of your life <laughs> where you pulled your hair back so tight that you couldn't close your eyes <laughs> in a ponytail and wore turtlenecks. It was like the gymnast in me meets. I don't know. I guess that's just what meets the girl that can't blink. Hey, but what's funny? It must have been a thing though. Yeah. At that age, or like I don't know who we were copying because we we're kind of young. Because your sister, who's my age, yep. did it too. Yeah. But we also both would go to like the gym, the like Open gymnast gyms, gym. Yeah. So if you guys, if you're out there, a lady that pulled your hair back as tight as you could, yeah, to where your eyes couldn't blink. It was like you didn't want any bubbles in your hair, so no it was bubbles. like no bubbles. So you'd brush it all back, and then you'd. Maybe even like wet your hands a little to like really, you know, uh, make sure it was all back in there. Yeah. And it was, man, it's quite the ponytail. So if you're that, if you were that girl. I had a headache for three years, but. <laughs> I'm still recovering. Um, <laughs> so if you're that girl, leave a review and let us know. But if you And all, let me know why. Do, yeah. do you know why? Were, you know we, why were we copying it? someone? And then if you had a bad emo haircut like I did, I would love to know. And can it, you attach, you can't attach can't pictures attach to reviews. Pictures, but you can send them to us. Email us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my first song is by the format. Nate Roos has gone on to be a super talented musician, but I remember seeing them at Colorado State when I was a mm. DJ because we used to get to all these tickets to shows that came through. Mm-hmm. And there were like 14 people in the audience. Yeah. And then I remember when he won his Grammy, I think we were at my parents' house for whatever reason. Yeah, we were. And she had it on because we don't have cable. Yeah. And he he was like the one person that we saw win. Yeah. And he went up on stage and he was like, it was for the song When We're Young. Yeah. And he, I remember him saying... You guys can probably tell from looking at us that we're not that young anymore. And right. and to me, it was like a kind of an emotional moment because I was like, I remember seeing these guys with like 14 people yeah. in Fort Collins, Colorado, and now they're on the Grammy stage. It was just like a cool sort of like, you know. Little good, by little. Yeah, little by little. Um, so this, this is one of their songs from one of their albums. Uh, it's called The First Single. Man, I listen to this so much. Yeah, this album is so good. We're both lip syncing hard. Yeah. Someday if this podcast is ever a video, you're going to be like, they're They're, even weirder than I thought. They're weirder than I thought. Because you can't see what we do right now. Yeah. Like right now. (laughs) Weirder. 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 (laughs) So that's my one band. And I went down like listening to Fun and Nate Roos and all this stuff. I think the format is still my favorite project that he's ever done. One of my favorite things. I hadn't ever heard of Fun 
So this was this was a long time ago. I was still shooting senior photos, and I was shooting senior photos for Julia, whose dad is part of like the massive company around here that does all the um, Tate or Claire, someone I, I yeah. forget which Tate maybe. And they do all the stage shows. Basically for, like, anybody, for, like anybody yeah. massive. And she was like, you should listen to fun. And at the time I didn't realize it was the same guy from the format. I would have connected that. And I was like, Oh cool. Like what, what do they sound like? And she was like, it's sort of like a circus for your ears. (laughs) And I was like, okay, like that's odd, you know, but cool. And then I went home and listened. I was like, this is exactly what it is. Yeah. This is a circus ride for my ears. And then I think you had me listen and I was like, that's Nate. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I (laughs) already love it. I know this guy. (laughs) Um, Okay. So that's one. And then another one, which, they weren't ever super famous um, mm. and they don't exist anymore, but it makes Brooke really think about the time we were dating. Cause this must've been a CD, a CD in your I had in my car. Um, this is a band called the honorary title who I really like. And they're kind of a unique sound. I don't think they're for everybody, but I really like them. Love his voice. So just the I also remember band of horses. Yep. We listen to that a lot with mm-hmm. this. And I miss you What else is there to say Takes a hell of a lot more To complete that It's like emo music at its best So good But like acoustic dude emo music Right Yeah The best kind Honorary title Yeah Yeah That was just their song far more but they're kind of unique in, in the way that they sound. And what's your song of the week, babe? My song of the week is by Rustin Kelly, which did you do one of his already? Or you just said you liked the album? So his album, he did an album of covers called Dirty uh, Emo. Yes. And that was one of my favorite albums of, of the year. Of the year. That's right. Yeah. So this is his song called A Thousand Graves. Um, the whole album is good, but this is probably my favorite track. And Rustin Kelly is... Casey Musgrave's husband. Casey Musgrave's husband and producer. necessarily a country fan i don't dislike it but i don't i rarely seek it right. out but it's like just enough of that like earthy earthy sounds the word i was gonna earthy that i just so good i love it i love it i love it too and we've been been listening to that casey musgraves song on the frozen two soundtrack yeah she does that's cover all the that one. june wants to listen to yeah. and and sunny for that matter oh uh, no nah. <laughs> nah. so brooke how was your week my week was as always Good. And as always, I have no, no memory memories of, of anything that had happened. How did I get here? Uh, no, it really was Suddenly, good. I found myself awake. <laughs> what, a, what a random line that is that we... From the office. Yeah. Yeah, by Aaron. It's just so good because she says, she starts talking about her day and yeah. then it's Robert California. Yeah, and he's like, every day for every human for every thousand years right. has started by waking up. Right. And then she rephrases and, then she, and she yeah. goes, suddenly I found, I found myself, myself awake. awake. Um, yeah, it was good. I spent most of the week prepping for Sunny's birthday party yesterday morning. So on Friday, Sunny turned two on the 17th. Wow. 
Yeah. Crazy. Wow, 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 wow. wow. And so we planned a little party for her Saturday. Give him the thing, babe. Give him the thing. Morning. It was was puppy themed because she loves puppies. To be fair, though, not really real life puppies. She doesn't want to touch them. Doesn't really want to look at them. Doesn't mind pointing at them from across the street. Right. Or on a walk. Right. But wants to be a puppy plays puppy, crawls around, barks, eats things off the floor. We're really crushing it as parents. Yeah. Both so of our kids play this game. So it's it's puppy themed. Um, Although I will say when they're in their puppy characters, yes, they're very obedient. They are. We ask puppy to get dressed. It gets dressed. It's great. If we ask June to get dressed. It's a wrestling match. Right. But puppy. Puppy listens. Puppy got trained. Yeah. So I made, you know, I just spent my evenings, you know, not on my phone scrolling. And so I was just making, like I made a bunch of sugar cookies in the shape of dog bones. So cute. Really cute. And I got some, I went to the Dollar Tree and got some like actual, they're cute, um, plastic dog bowls that I was serving like the cookies in and some of the different cereals. She made um, dog houses for Ju- for sunny stuffed animals like, and for Sunny and June. Like life-size ones for them. And the they're animals. amazing. So cute. I will definitely share photos of all of it when it happens. (laughs) So Sunny got sick again. And there was vomiting (laughs) and vomiting and vomiting. So sadly we had to reschedule her party and it's going to be next weekend. But the crazy thing and thing was, is I was just like, this is so much barfing. Yeah. She's been barfing. We've been talking about this for weeks. Um, So I went back and read Every text message of like the top five people I text, anytime I mention like, oh, she threw up again or you just whatever. And, and you and like criminal dates, minds it. And I did. I like wrote it all out on a calendar the nights she barfed just in the morning. And then uh-huh. the nights she was like, couldn't keep anything down. And a slight pattern emerged. A pattern, if you would. <laughs> a pat turn. Pat took a turn. Pat took a turn. Um, so we are now considering some sort of food intolerance yes. as the source of... We've got two main culprits. Yeah. Soy and... Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yep. Because we've been doing Pizza Fridays, which has like honestly been so fun. Mm-hmm. I go get pizza every Friday, and then Sunny's been... Most of the pattern pointed to a Friday night into Saturday yeah. explosion Like of, severe sickness. And so... We'll see. She has a doctor's appointment tomorrow and we're going to figure it out and keep, you know, like I I had to cut dairy when I was nursing her. So like it it doesn't sound super daunting to be like, oh, I got to read more ingredients. But, you know, it's been hard because like, you know, once you when you throw up, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. And then you're like just miserable. And Mm -hmm. so today she was miserable. I know. And she's teething. Yeah. And she's two. And And she's she's just like, she's just trying to have a birthday party and act like a puppy. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So anyway. Most of what I prepped for the party was savable. Thankfully, right. I just packed away all the decorations. I'm going to yep. redo the balloon arch. Yep. Um, I need to like remake the cupcakes and stuff. Right. And then Kelsey was like, can't you just freeze them? And I was like, I could. That's a very good idea. Except that Penny, our cat, Laid slept on. on the bag. Yep. So they're all smashed. Yep. So if you so want I'm not a cat freeze those. and a cupcake, <laughs> come over. We'll give you our cat Penny. Yeah. Um, so I did that most of the week. Um, on Wednesday night... I went out to dinner with Kim, who's my neighbor, but also one of my best friends since high school. And then Kelsey, who's also my neighbor and my sister-in-law. Three of us went out to eat because I had a P.F. Chang's gift card. So we went out together with no kids. Girls night. Girls night, which was super fun. Is that the sound effect? Girls night. Girls night. Girls night. You're totally invited. <laughs> um, that was fun. 
The food was delicious. We got like a variety of appetizer, like smaller desserts. We did get apps and desserts. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. And of course, Kim was a member. So she was like, I'm going to have a coupon in my email. <laughs> we were like, of course you do. And then she found it. And we were like, wait, it doesn't say that here. Like, why didn't they tell us that? She's like, oh, I'm a member. And so, or whatever. I don't know if members right um, word, but I'm like, Kim of course also, you're subscribed. Next to her mail icon has passed a million, right? No, a mil- it's not a million, but. It's over 100,000. Two, year, two years ago when we were in Nashville, it was over 100,000. I think it's passed a million. She might have just started a new email account at this point. I don't know. Just like that little icon. Yeah. Stresses me out (laughs) thinking about it. It's now just like asterisks and symbols (laughs) representing a swear word (laughs) in in a red notification. So good. But that was super fun. We went out and just got to eat good food and chat and tell some funny stories. Yes. Tell funny stories. Then we all went to Target and because Kelsey was like, I need deodorant. I was like, so do I. And we had this moment of we bought it together last time. And that means it lasted us. The identical amount of time. You guys use deodorant. Same same amount. That's amazing. It is. So I then, need to then, find a deodorant, and Kim buddy. Get, got sucked in because of peer pressure, which sounds about right. That sounds she was about like, right for Kim. She was like, oh, I'm going to get it too. So we all checked out with the same deodorant in hand. It's a little That's amazing. But it was good. What's it like having a deodorant, buddy? It's fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Do you recommend it or? I do. Five okay. stars. All right. Five stars. I'll get leave a, a review. Get a deodorant, buddy. Yeah. I think I need one. So if you want to be my deodorant buddy, just leave a review. Tell us when we're going to buy our new pack. You, Mine's just a single. It's not a pack. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Unless you're buying it at Costco. And then it yeah, would be then I need 15 packs of deodorant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I'm trying to think. I mean, we had Sonny's actual birthday. Yeah. You know, so that was super fun. We went we to build a bear. went to build a bear. We had a, gift, we had a card. gift card. So we went, which they've never done. June was really into it. She got it. She kind of yeah. understood what was happening and was she excited. She got Olaf. She got Olaf. Sunny, shocker, got Anna. Yeah, she got it. So bear. the bear that was dressed like Anna. Yep. That was fun. And uh, yeah, and then today you went to the movies. I did. I went to see Little Women today with my mom and Kelsey. Um, it was good. You liked it? I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not very familiar with the story. Okay. Um, enough that I knew it was about sisters, and I knew I've, I've seen uh, the, the previous- They're the women. The previous movie- Cause there was a couple points in the story where I was like, I've seen a movie where this happens. Like I've definitely seen the other one, okay, but not enough to like compare or to think that the other one was better. All right. So cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's your, that's your roundup. Anything, anything I didn't know about? Mm, no, no nachos this week. Nope. Well, my week I had the dentist appointment, so that mm. was fun. My gums are healthy. That's what she always says, and it's always really encouraging to me. Yes. And then she gives me this technique because I get plaque buildup on my yep. bottom teeth yep. with my toothbrush, and I always forget about it. And then the next time she tells me, and I'm like, Oh yeah, you have told me that. <laughs> um, and then the big news of the week, minus Sunny's second birthday, which I just kept looking at her and being like, "You're two. We have a two year old, and mm-hmm. she's just so precious and cute, and just like she's so funny. She is, yeah." And she's pretty smart. A lot of words. Yeah. But yeah, yeah we just, just got to get it. her feeling better so that we see that side yeah. of her more. <laughs> um, but I ordered the samples. Yes. For the February 16th release. That'll be our next release. I think it'll be four days. Um, very cool stuff. Yeah. Very, 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 very cool. Mm-hmm. Four designs, sort of five. Like one design is kind of split into two. Mm. It yeah. comes two ways. And, uh, yeah, just really cool stuff. And then we've got like a couple little add-ons and extra things that we haven't done in 
the la- most recent collections that I'm yeah. excited about. But February 16th, mark your calendars. It's good. It's going to be good. Um, yeah. And then I helped Brooke get ready for the party by playing Apex while she made stuff. Um, <laughs> and then I'm still just enjoying the no phone life. Yeah. The social media free life. Um, there are parts of it that I really do miss and that I genuinely know that I enjoy. Um, but really trying to find out what the phone, the role the phone plays in my life Mm -hmm. and how much I actually need it to do the job that we do on social media. Right. And so like when I think about a release, I need my phone on me basically all day, Mm -hmm. but when we're just posting and giving life updates or posting stories, I don't necessarily need it on me all day or I don't need the app on my phone. So what I'm thinking right now is I might not have the Instagram app on my phone. I might just take pictures and record story videos just in the normal camera and upload them later. Yeah. Um, and then just download the app like for a release or when I'm traveling or whatever, um, to be more in the moment. But most of the stuff we post to stories can be like, can record it one day and post it another day. Mm-hmm. It's not like it needs to happen live in the moment. So yeah, still just kind of mentally working through the roles that that technology plays in my life. Yeah. But it's been really good and I would really recommend it. I've been more, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Sensitive, I guess, to, or just aware of. Like when we were watching that movie with the girls today, there were commercials, which we don't usually see commercials anyway because we don't have any service that has commercials, but there were some. And one of them was for, what's the phone company with pink? uh, T-Mobile. And it showed a picture. I had a fur in the bed. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. You noticed that too. because I've been watching football. Okay. So it caught my attention because of course in the, in the ad, everybody's on their phone. You know, it's, it's it's an ad for phones, but the, Maybe you've seen this commercial. The whole commercial ends with a girl laying in her bed, like going to bed with her phone. And then the screen like, you know, kind of turns her pink and you're like, oh, it's T-Mobile. I get it. And I remember thinking, weird, they're showing that. Meaning that they recognize people going to sleep literally with and on their phones is is so common that that probably was like, oh, that's great. People relate to that. Like they didn't think... Or most of the time, like technology commercials, like the slow fee, uh, Apple commercials are kind of funny, people out doing funny stuff. Or people are like on a bus in public transit or or They're on a two-seater bike and one of them's on their phone. There you go. And they're both gorgeous. Mm. That seems realistic. That seems realistic. Yeah. That's so interesting that you I did notice that that. because I've been watching football. I signed up for YouTube TV. Yeah. Free trial so I can get the Super Bowl (laughs) and all the playoff games. Right. Um yeah, I, I've, I've just been more aware of when I see people on their phones yep. or now in the commercial or something. And then I think, man, June's watching that. You know, she's like not really processing it like right. I am, but. But it's so it, culturally it acceptable that now we're like, we're past the point of like glorifying, having fun with the phone, the phone and the connectivity. It all right. brings life to your parties and all that kind of stuff to right. like literally in the commercial, she's laying on her side, looking at it, it's glowing her face. Yep. That I found that shocking too. That's Interesting. In- wow. We are married. <laughs> Marriage. Um, yeah. So because um, because of the no phone, I've been reading more. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's reading good is super good for you mm. from what I've read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things about you guys, what you say about the podcast and what you leave reviews about the podcast 
is that you talk about how it feels like a conversation with Brooke between Brooke and I and Mm -hmm. you, which I really do appreciate. It's the highest praise you can give. Um, because that's our goal. Our goal isn't to just sort of sit here and be like, do this, 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 and this. And because that's, you know, that's not how life works. And that's Mm -hmm. not the conversations Brooke and I have together. We are having conversations and then we sort of migrate them over to the podcast and hope that they can help encourage and inspire and et cetera. And so, um, one of the conversations that we've had this week is because of this book that I started reading. So it's interesting. Brooke got hired to do some work for Michael Hyatt, mm-hmm. who's like this like author extraordinaire yeah. sort of, he made the free folk, free focus planner. I think full he was focus. the mm-hmm. full focus planner. I think he was the CEO of Zondervan at one point or Thomas Nelson, or super both. successful business guy. Yeah. And he had this thing called his book club, which I think he still has, where yeah. he like recommended a book and, you know. It came with resources and it was a very, very cool concept. And so Brooke was hired to do the photos of those books for the book club. And, and she did it for like six months or seven months. That 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 project specifically, I did almost a year. Yeah. And so because of that, we got all these business books. Yeah. And to photograph. To photograph. And they were all paid for. And it was amazing. Yeah. And they've just been sitting on our shelves. And I walked by it the other day and I was we're like, like, we should probably read these. We should probably read these. These it's are like this, curated you know, by one of the like smartest lead people. business guys in the world. So <laughs> maybe they're good. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So I grabbed this one mm-hmm. from the shelf called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm-hmm. And I started reading it. And it sort of sparked conversation between Brooke and I about habits. Yeah. Um, and then it also reminded me of a book I read a few years ago. Um, called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And that one is basically... I remember when you read Yeah, I listened to it. I didn't, to I didn't read to it, listen to it. The, the guy who does the audiobook's really good. I don't think it's actually the author. Um, but it's basically like a... The Power of Habit is basically like a very easy to understand science-y book. Brain science. Like brain science. Week? Okay. Yeah. About how habits develop in your brain. Right. And... I am not a fan of science. <laughs> I believe in science. I believe in science. Uh, be baptized. Um, <laughs> not sure. Okay, I'm done. Um, but it was like sometimes, really... <laughs> sometimes men wear stretchy, stretchy pants. pants. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I was Nacho Libre for Halloween one year. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was strong. Because it was back when we used to have our Halloween dance parties. Yep. So it was like everyone knew, okay, I got to be able to dance my face off in said costume. Mm-hmm. And so I went as naturally bright and I had a cape and everything. And it was the smile blue photos of that night are amazing. hundred percent. So anyways, it's like a right. sciencey book, but it's easy to understand it. I don't right. feel like I was reading like a textbook or anything or listening right. to a textbook, like the stories he That's tells. That's what you mean by you're not a fan of science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was like really sort of like hard data science or whatever, I think I would like. You check out. Yeah, it's I would just a little out. much. But the book was like how your brain develops habits. Yeah. Um, and here's one of the quotes from that book that I found. Mm. Um, the, this process within our brains is a three-step loop. The first, the first, there's a cue, a trigger that tells your brain to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. Then there's the routine, which is, can be physical or mental or emotional. Finally, there's the reward, which helps your brain figure out this particular loop is worth remembering for the future. For future. This is the habit loop. Yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, I thought I heard somebody. I think it was. Our, I think it's our cats, or maybe our heater kicked on. Yeah, I saw you sort of jolt. Oh, there! I hear it again. It yeah. is our heater. Our we both just took one yeah, side of our right. headphone off. So like, sorry what? if you hear like a banging in this. It's our yeah. old heater. Anyways, yes. so that's what the book is about. Sort yeah. of like the habit loop, and I've only Which, seen... isn't that like, um, what's the you ring the bell and then the dogs would maybe what's that? 
Pavlov's dog dog thing. But but basically, that's the three-step loop. Something would happen, they would have a response, and then they'd get a reward. And so the power of habit really goes into that in detail, gives a lot of really amazing examples and sort of encourages you on like how you can change your habits. Mm. This book so far, which I'm only like a little ways in, feels like the hype book to the power of habit. <laughs> like the power of habit feels like, oh, that's how it all works. Right. And then and you're now like, this well, book, what does that look and like? And then this book feels like, you can do it. Right. This and is amazing. Um, I don't know if he talks like that. I've never heard him talk. James Clear, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he sounds <laughs> like. Probably. Um, and so I wanted to read a quote from this book. Okay. And then Brooke and I kind of going to have our conversation with you okay. guys. Okay. It is so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often, we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action, whether it is losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal. We put pressure on ourselves to make some earth-shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it's even unnoticeable. It's sometimes it's even it's it is it isn't even noticeable. Sorry about that, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the wrong in the long run. The difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding. Mm. And so, yeah. So start reading this book, and then Brooke and I start having conversations about habit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know a little bit more because of that power of habit. I don't yeah. think you listen to that one, Mm-mm. but. Go ahead. I was going to say that quote you just read talked about just improving by an increment of 1%. Yeah. And so the example he gives in the book about the 1% was the um, bike, uh, bikeling. That is biking and cycling at the same time. Bikeling. The bikeling team from Great, Great Britain. Britain. Yep. Um, wow. And just that they were like bad to mediocre for like ever Mm -hmm. for so long. And then they hired a new guy and this guy came in and his whole theory was pretty much like, if we can improve every single thing, if we break down everything and improve every single step by 1%, that you, you, you'd be amazed, you know, on how quickly that would add up. And so Mm -hmm. they did everything from like, they got new bike seats that were more comfortable. Mm -hmm. They started wearing bike shorts that kept their muscles at the proper temperature. Right. They switched out their massage gel for the fastest recovery. They bought everybody new mattresses. that was like right. custom to them. Like yep. every single thing you could think of. Yeah. And all, and all sports are now like yes, doing which, that. Which they're doing yeah. that. And in, in a five year span, they went from being like terribly mediocre to literally dominating, dominating all these different races and the Olympics and all these championships. And just, it was just proof that like 1% here and 1% there adds up. Right. So quickly, once you get, you know, kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah. And we've, which, which really made me think about like, what, what could I, what process or right. thing could I break down in my life and improve 1% and improve just and be okay and not try to be like, it's got to be 50% better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've seen that in our lives, like with our yeah. businesses, we didn't start off being successful at all, no. you know, but it was just like little by little, photo yeah. by photo, booking by booking, sale by sale. Yeah. Um, it improved and, you know, was able to build up to what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that really is interesting to me about the first book that I read, The Power of Habit, is he talks about keystone habits. And so I, I, tell, I talk about this a lot um, with Brooke because it's such a fascinating study. He talks about a study that was done where they took two groups of people. Neither group would be like your go-getters. Right. You know, sort of like 
I think they found like people that worked at like low end, lower end jobs mm-hmm. weren't exactly like financially secure, et cetera. Right. And there were two test groups and they told one group to just focus on being more physically fit. Okay. That was all they had to, they, they just wanted to develop the habit of being more physical fit. Mm-hmm. And then the other group, they told them to just focus on uh, taking better, make, making better decisions with their finances. Okay. And I don't know exactly if that's how it was worded, but right. fitness, finance. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what they found was that both groups did better mm. at both things by just focusing on one of the things. Mm. And what he goes so on. So the exercise people suddenly start doing a better job at their finances. Yes. And the and money the people, people started taking better care of themselves. Healthier. And uh, what he goes on to talk about is like keystone habits in your life. And I don't remember all of them. I'm sure I could Google search and find them, but finance yeah. and fitness were definitely two of them. Yeah. That just like, if you focus on areas of your life um, that are important, it will bleed into other areas of your life. You know, like so, maybe your priorities. Yes. And Gosh, so that's a plug to last. That one. was, yeah. So, and you and I have also sort of talked about simple things in our lives that have made a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that while we were talking about that, we were really just talking about habits. Yeah, totally. And so I feel like this is just sort of like a good conversation to have at the beginning of the year. Like, you know, this is a time where we're sort of like, we're in that winter mode, we're planting or we're waiting to plant. Yeah. We're thinking about our lives and the year ahead and we're being sort of retrospective about the year behind. And I just feel like it would be a good time for us to sort of like talk about the habits that we want to have Mm -hmm. and use in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time I was ever really, I mean, of course I knew what a habit was, but I had never really read about it or, you know, pursued it like intentionally was in college. I read a book by David Crowder, actually the musician called, come and listen, (laughs) called praise habit. Um, and it was, it was broken up into like two different sections. And the first third I would say was just about habits and like, the brain science behind right. them. Yep. <laughs> and then he transitioned that into brain science. I love, should we have a new segment called brain science yes. where we talk about things we don't know anything about? I like it. I love that idea. <laughs> okay. We're going to bring up a topic that we know very little nothing about. about. And we're going to give you the scientific explanation okay. about how water freezes. Oof. We're starting there. No, we're not going to start there. Or- going to Arendelle. <laughs> um, and then the, the last part of the book was, you know, he was relating all the habit stuff to, you know, to praise and how right. we need to cultivate this habit of praise. And it is something that we can learn and pursue. And mm-hmm. it is a lifestyle. And it's not, it's not just singing songs. And it's right. not just this. So that was kind of my first introduction to the brain science of habit. Um, and he, I think the, the, uh, and David Crowder looks like a mad scientist. Yeah, I love so it. it's sort of he like, should have just worn like a white lab yep, coat on the cover, and I would have yep. been like, "I'll buy this again." He he used the statistic of it takes twenty one days to make a habit. Um, I don't know if that has held true. I think right. it's actually more like sixty six days. Oh, yeah, that's so longer. It, it is longer. And I think the the idea is that if if you're doing a really easy habit, like I don't know, trying to drink more water or something like that, like you could probably do that in twenty one days. Right. But if you are really trying to change your behavior, it's going to take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But but that is what you're trying to do right. <clears throat> with a habit is actually change your like fundamental behavior so that it becomes more automatic. Yeah. And that's what the power habit goes into the science of that, mm-hmm. which is really fascinating. Like he talks about one of the stories he talks about was like uh, he had people that like 
uh, bit their fingernails mm-hmm. like crazy, yeah. you know, just like gnaw them off like <laughs> troll hands. <laughs> like these people definitely lived in Bergentown. Yes. Um, and the loop, like it was like the trigger was just sort of like stress or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so one of the people that had this problem, he gave, he was like, carry a note card with you wherever you go. Yeah. And when you feel that trigger of stress and anxiety, you need the routine to go through and then you need the reward, which the reward is feeling that feeling of biting, biting your fingernail, off. which is kind of a weird reward, but. So that, people, so that was the reward for that person, not the, not the midway action. Yeah. The action was sort of like, well, well no, the, the action was biting your fingernails. The reward was finishing them all. Right. Like going like, you know, doing you, your whole hand. If you, yeah. Yeah. And so I think what, for one person, he told them when you film that stress or the anxiety or whatever that trigger mm-hmm. is, start ripping that note card into pieces. Mm. And then the reward was... It was all ripped up. It was all ripped up. Mm. And she never bit her fingernails again. Right. You know, She's and, crazy carrying note cards around. Yeah, I mean, but. she carried note cards wherever she went. <laughs> and she was now known as Sally Megan. Note Card. But <laughs> it's better than having... No, it's better than the being known hands. as Sally Trollhands. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, I'd have so. to agree. I like it. <laughs> I would invite Sally Notebook, no card to my party. I don't know if I'd invite yeah, Sally. Sally Trollians is not getting invited to the puppy party Sorry. for Sunny. Sorry. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was just really fascinating. And the stories in that book are really cool and it's really well read. Um, yeah. But I thought, what, like, what are some good habits that I have? And what are some bad habits that I have? I'm yeah. going to let you answer for me, babe. Ooh. I'm throwing it out there for you to talk to tell okay. me. Well, I would say. Or what are some habits that maybe you've right, seen right, me? right. Improve upon. Well, I, my the first thing that comes to mind was what used to be your soda drinking habit. Whew. I know. I kicked it because it wasn't like it was obsessive or no. crazy. Like it, it, it continued to slow, and you would like, you had way less over mm-hmm. the years, but you still knew that it was something you didn't want to do, right? And so you did, and you you kicked that by just using that phrase that was like your mantra to yourself of like, I'm just not going to have soda with this meal. I'm not going to think about 66 days from now. Right. I'm just right here in this moment choosing not to have it. And it was another one of those like instances where all those small decisions added up to it's been what we're going on year three. Year three. And the only time I've had, I had a little soda this year when I was sick, I had ginger ale, which. Yeah. You were not consuming that for the, it was not a fun consumption. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I feel like you have a lot of good habits because oh, you're very... Stop. stop. You're just enthusiast. leave a review. Babe, just leave a review. Just leave a five-star review. everyone all my great habits. Because you are enthusiastic. And so when you decide... And you like a challenge. So when you decide this is going to be a habit... Seven wing eight. Yeah. You're like all in. Right. But... And I love telling people about it, which stresses you out. Yeah. You tell people about everything, which is funny because it's... Uh, whenever I tell somebody like, oh, that, that stresses me out or I don't, I didn't want people to know that or I don't know, whatever. They can't get over the fact that I share my life on the internet. Right. And I'm like, oh, I know. I know that I do. It's just, it's very specific, specific categories. Specific categories of things. Which kind of surprised me when they come up and I'm yep. like, I yeah. have Don't feelings. tell anyone about that. <laughs> but yeah. You're all in to tell people about the puzzle we're working on. Yeah. But if I tell people we're trying to go to the gym more, you're like, stop. <laughs> Are we doing a puzzle? Are we doing this, babe? I mean, we're still looking for a puzzle table. That's our holdup right now. That's our holdup. I would like the habit of doing a puzzle instead of watching TV before bed. Yep. But 
we have no table to do it on that will not get disrupted by little toddler troll hands. <laughs> <sighs> so it's difficult. And so the interesting thing about habits for me is like they're, they're two sided. Mm-hmm. We have good habits and we have bad habits. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times what culture sort of says is like, just focus on your good ones, you know, or just, or just focus on your bad ones. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I feel like we've got to carry them both, you know, but yeah. we have to sort of like understand both sides of it and work on both sides because like right. the good habits that I have, I don't, I want them to continue. Yes. And so they want to keep cultivating those, but because yeah. they're habits, they're sort of natural mm-hmm. and that's good. You know? So like one of the big ones that I talk about a lot is like cleaning at the end of every day, cleaning yeah. the main floor of our house at the end of every day. Yeah. That was a habit that I got into and now I can't stop. Right. Won't stop. Because I know how valuable it is. It's not yeah. like I need to tell myself, you know, every night at the end of dinner to be like, I need to clean. This is the start of the habit. It's so <laughs> natural to us now. Yeah. Um, so like I, I still just need to keep walking through that. And yeah. But then there are some bad habits that I have that I need to sort of stop. And those actually I feel like need a little bit more of my focus mm-hmm. because they're just sort of they happen like subconsciously or non-consciously in the well, book you talked yeah, about. Yeah. Cause it's, it's automatic. It's yeah. a habit. And so one of mine is so like, it feels a little different than like a super proactive choice. Yeah. One of mine right now that I really am trying to work on is eating sweets. Hmm. Like or not eating sweets. Well, yeah. The <laughs> habit is eating sweets. Yeah, correct. The bad right. habit is eating sweets. And if there are sweets in our house, like those dog bone cookies, I think I had like six of those when you were like, I can't save them for next week. I was like, then I'm going to eat one every time I walk by. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's I definitely more than six. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> Should I not share that? Is I mean, too far, too I'm, far. I'm going to edit that out. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm really working on that. And part of that is like just finding an alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing the seltzer water, which has really helped. Like instead of like, I just want to consume something. I want yes. the, the well, that's routine why I, of consuming something yes, that's and the why reward I gum. of finishing it. Yeah. You know, and so I've been doing seltzer water. I've been trying different things and, and that's just one that I'm really working on right now. Another one that I, that I've, it was a good habit for a long time was my exercise. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly slipped out of it, yeah. which was frustrating. And it's like, I feel my arms and I've never been like a exercise guy. Right. Like all of my shirts have sleeves. Let yep. me put it that way. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But I feel in my last couple of years that I'm like, like I'll sit with my arms crossed and I'll just be like, wait, what happened? There used to be some, where there. are they? Mm-hmm. What happened to them? And so I feel like I need to get back in the habit of making physical fitness. And I've talked yeah. about, this is like my thing for the years. Like yeah. I just want to be more physically fit just so I feel like I have more energy and like I see all the benefits of it. Yeah. But man, it's like really been a struggle for me to just get there mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you reminded me one time for a long time, I would work out and then I would eat a yogurt after my workout. Yes. It was like my reward. You'd work out like crazy. I mean, like a good, like you'd yeah. follow a workout, you'd be super sweaty and then you'd sit on your yoga mat, which you would like prop against the floor and run it up against the couch so you could like lean against it. And, and not you, get the couch sweaty. And not to get the couch sweaty. And you'd eat a Giovanni yogurt as you're like... Yeah. Reward. And that yeah. really did work. 
Yeah. And it was like, that was like the end. That was like the role. Yeah. The end of the cycle. Yeah. And so I need to find something like that. It definitely is harder. The exercising is harder with kids. And yeah, I know that there are tons of fit dads and moms out there who do a great job of it, but it definitely is harder. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just need to find the new loop Yeah, and get, get those ruts dug in deep. Yeah. So that it happens. Yeah. Uh, what about you, babe? What are some? But you're aware of it. And I'm very aware it. of it, and this year it feels like it's like a priority. It's a priority to make this habit a habit. Ooh, bam! Two weeks of podcast episode inception. Bam. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite things that is that is now a habit of mine. I'd say, for the most part, is one time I read a phrase that said, "Don't put it down, put it away." And I remember, I like that. And I remember when I read that, I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Okay. okay. So I started. So the stairs shouldn't have something individually on every stair going all the way up. <laughs> they, it, it just means that they, that needs to go upstairs. <laughs> um, and so, if the world could break that habit collectively, right? I think everyone would be we'd happier. Be all, we'd all be I right. Think world peace would reign. <laughs> but it for the longest time, I had to actually think that. Mm-hmm. And my what's the word? My cue. Right. Your cue, a trigger that tells your brain to go into automatic mode. Uh, my cue was simply if I looked at something and thought, I don't want to move that. I don't want to do that. Mm. That was like, I have to. That I was had, your cue. That was my cue. If I had the thought, I'm not emptying that trash can. I was like, oh, shoot. Now yep. I got to do it because I, I thought That's to myself good. that I didn't want to. And now there are things that I, and this is such a silly thing. Like, you know, those little, um, flossers you use in your teeth. Mm-hmm. There would be times when I would like step on our bathroom trash can to open the lid. I would toss it down there and it would miss like this. I just wouldn't right. make it in. And f- sometimes I wouldn't pick it up and then I'd get so <laughs> mad at myself, but I would think I don't want to pick it up. And then I was like, Oh now I got to pick it up. Right. And now I pick it up. If it, if it doesn't make it in, I'm not thinking through that loop. Right. I'm just bending down and sticking it in because yep. it missed the trash can. And I should pick it up like a normal person right, when, yeah. <laughs> when trash that's just silly, is on the floor. Right, so just silly example. <laughs> but it's true. But and I think that now with like when I come in the door with my keys, my bag, my phone, or whatever's in mm-hmm. my hands, I think I used to think to myself, "Don't put it down. Don't go walk ten feet towards the kitchen counter and plop it all." When in the same amount of time, I could put the keys where they go, the wallet where it goes, and my phone where it needs to go. Right. And that's been, sometimes you'll probably hear me upstairs being like, don't put it down, Brooke, yep. put it away. Yep. <laughs> like, and that'll help like <clears throat> the phone, like you bring up the phone, like we're trying to figure out what's the habit when yeah. we walk in our house of where our phone goes. Yeah. Cause it shouldn't just stay in our pocket. Right. And so like when you establish these habits, they have like a, I feel like they have a rippling effect on your lives. Yeah. Because well, obviously of, they do with the finance people and the exercise yeah. people. And so like they're worth focusing on. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's really like what I'm feeling from this book. Obviously I haven't finished, but like, mm-hmm. it's like, just focus on them. And so right. another bad one that I have right now, um, is I'm, I love playing Apex Legends. This A video, video game. game. I just, I just love it. Mm-hmm. It just, I just love it. Yeah. But it's making me stay up way too late. Yeah. And I needed to stop. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like confession. Said I've said it. Now, now that I've said it, now I have to do something about it. And so I was in the habit of saying, I can't start a new game after 1045. Yeah, I remember that. And I can't, we can't start a new show after 10. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I need to get back into the, the issue right now. Honestly, if I'm being totally honest, is I don't know what time it is. There is some I very legit, real truth to that. Like, so, so, okay. So the way to fix that would be to put a clock down here in front of the TV. Yes. Like a little digital clock that's probably a dollar at the dollar tree brilliant 
That's Because then you'd be aware and you would make a better choice. Yeah. It'd be like the pastor who sees the time in the back of the room. Right. But did you know that apps, video games, things like that, they purposely don't show you the time? I believe it. So that you... Just Like I know TikTok doesn't and some other ones. Does Instagram? I don't think so. No, it it takes away because people know or the creators know if you see the time, you'll realize how much time you spent on it and you're, you're more likely... Yeah. The statistic is if, if there's, if you show the clock, people spend less time on the app, right? which is crazy. Yeah. So it shows that like we're capable of making a better decision. And on my Xbox, all I need to do is push one button to see the time. (laughs) Right. But I I don't remember. But you're not thinking about it. Because I'm thinking about owning noobs. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's what I'm thinking about. I get it. I get it. Being the champion. Yeah. So that's another bad one. So I'm just confessing right now. Okay. Um, Should we keep going? Or No, I think that's it. Yeah. I only have two bad habits. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm Otherwise, practically I'm perfect wonderful in, every in every way. way. Yeah. Um, what are some of mine, good or bad? Um, your bad habits are, one of your bad habits is you get in your head too much. Yeah. And that's sort of like a personality trait as well. But I do feel like it can also become a habit yes. um, that you just like instantly when you think about something, you just go to like the let me think about it all the time. Right. And, uh, that's one that you've definitely been working on, especially from with this phone break. I feel like you've just been more proactively, proactively engaging the action you need to take mm-hmm. rather than just like thinking about the action you need to right. take, because I know you want to take that action. And yeah. so it's like, that's one, um, man, honestly, I have a hard time thinking about bad habits for you. Like but we've, is- we've both genuinely I mean, I, if we really tried, we could honestly come up with probably quite uh, a One few, of your bad habits is your plants don't seem to have a home. <laughs> or is the that right, a habit? That, I don't know. Or what, is that just that's my strong are we feeling. Just talking well, now we're just things talking that about bother things. Us? Yeah. Your plants don't have a home and it drives me crazy. Okay. Because half of them live outside for half the year. But yeah. For half the year. Six right. months. I know. But then I so come in and it's like six certain rooms aren't bright months. enough. And certain rooms are too dry. So I have to shuffle them around. And I'm not even asking for them to have... I just want them all to be like in the right appropriate jars. Right. Hey, you know what? In the garage, I actually have like a plant stand. Could be, should we put some on that? Does that seem like maybe that'd be a good idea? If you could pray for us in these winter (laughs) months as the plants are indoors, Mm. that we would find joy. Yes. In the journey. (laughs) The beautiful garden of a journey we're in (laughs) because of all these plants. What are some bad habits that you want to work on? What are some good habits that you feel like you've established? Yeah. Um, I mean, I always want to try to eat better Yeah, because I know that I feel better. And sometimes eat better means like actually eat better foods, like choose healthier right. options. And sometimes it's just eat more intentionally and routinely, like don't not eat for a while and then like yeah. eat a bunch of stuff. Right. Or, and again, that's like, that's life right now and yeah. motherhood sometimes and just all the things I'm not doing that on purpose, right. but just, although speaking of food, a habit that I have been practicing, I wouldn't say that, I don't know if I'd say I'm 66 days in yet, but right. is my meal planning. Right. That like, I do it on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. No, because I've not been feeling well all day. Yeah. But. But you're powering uh, through for the podcast. I am. Yes. Which is amazing. But my cue is that when Sunny goes down for her nap on a Sunday, which I didn't put her down for a nap today, so. That might be it. Off, is that I most likely sit in the kitchen or the living room and I start working on like, what, what are we going to eat this week? What are we doing this week? Are we having any meals anywhere else? Do right. we have any other ingredients or leftovers I could use in, in this week? Um, 
And that's been great. And the reward is, hey, we have food to eat all week right. and it's not stressful and I can make dinner and not have to really think about it. Right. That has like that. a really nice ripple effect. Yeah. The ripple effect. But well, you know what I don't have is I don't have a reward for when I finish the meal planning. Mm. I should because then I'd be like, yep. Coffee. Probably. Well, sometimes I do go sh- start grocery shopping that like Sunday evening. Right. And I would maybe pick up something then. But if I'm trying to eat better, I, should, I need to find rewards that are not food related. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of stuff. Because a, a lot of a lot of rewards are. You know, like, yep. then we'll go out to eat or we'll do this yep. or I'll eat that or treat myself to this. Yeah. You know, or it's to spend money on something. And that's not always wise either. Mm-hmm. And if so, you and if you I'm about to cough. So mm-hmm. keep talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely can't hear it, so it's totally Yeah, fine. that's cool. It's Just act like it didn't happen. <laughs> okay, if you could tell someone who's like, I don't have any habits, or I don't feel like I'm proactively engaging mm-hmm. in habits or habit forming or whatever, what would you tell them? Like they want to start one? Yeah, yeah. How would you encourage them? Yeah. I would say to start, well, like you were saying, there are good habits and bad habits, mm-hmm. and we all have both already. Yep. So I would say... Find some, find one of your better ones. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what it is, maybe ask somebody, maybe they could tell you like, Oh, you're really great at this. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, and then just see if there's any other areas of your life where you could sort of move that habit and rhythm over to and mm-hmm. like continue with something that's already really positive. But then also I think one of the ways to find one of your bad habits, which I feel like most of us yeah, are, most people know. Are, are able to do that a little easier, but if not like, What's like a pain point in your life or your day or what's right. a moment where you're just like, duh, this is the worst, right. you know, um, cause there's probably a habit around that. You know, if you're tripping up and down the stairs cause you're putting things on your stairs that need to go upstairs. Right. I don't know. There's an idea. Yeah. Maybe let's break the habit of putting things on yeah. the stairs. <laughs> and, and what I would say, and I read this in the book actually this week was, he was talking about just sort of like, like he's breaking down, like he's taking it out of like sort of the sciencey brain thing about it. And just talking about sort of like how we as humans sort of like identify. Mm. And he's like, I forget the exact terminology. And I threw the book on the ground. Oh no, it's right here, but I don't want to look for it. Mm. It'll take too long. But he basically says like, some of us like make decisions based on the output. Like I want to eat healthier because Mm. I want to look better. I want to go, you know, be skinnier. Right. And he's like, and there, there's like three decision-making processes that we make. And one of them is based on our identity. And so he, he is mm-hmm. the example of like, you know, asking someone if they want a cigarette, Hey Brooke, do you want to have a cigarette? And you say, no, I'm trying to quit. Right. Well, you're still identifying yourself as, as a, a smoker, as a smoker. Neither of us smoke. I'm not, but BTW. This is just, an I have been asked that quite a lot in my life because of my voice. And I want to punch every single person <laughs> that does it. I'm just kidding. Choose to walk him off. Um, so Brooke could answer, right. no, I'm trying to quit. Right. But she's still identifying herself as a smoker. Yeah. Or I could say, hey, do you want a cigarette? And you could say, no, I don't smoke. And so she, even if she, even if she's still in the process of trying of to quit it or quitting, right. right. She's identifying herself as a non-smoker. As a non-smoker. And he ta- he's talking about sort of the power of that self-identity and yeah. just like... Of naming it. Of naming it, of <laughs> telling it wh- who it is. And so yeah. that that would be my encouragement is like, I am an athlete or I, mm. you know, you yeah. know, I'm a healthy eater yeah. or I'm a writer. And that's something I've been trying to do. I've been trying to write more. Yeah. So much that when I respond to Brooke's messages... <laughs> text. Text when, we're te- when, when I'm at my computer... <laughs> 
<laughs> I have been trying to infuse creative writing into them. Very descriptive. Very guys. descriptive because I want to be a writer. I don't know why, but I want that to be part of my identity. And whether that's just writing captions for Instagram or writing blog posts or writing books, I'm not sure, but I want to be a good writer. And so I need to, I need to let that be part of my identity. Yeah. And not just like, oh, I write from time to time, which is how I've talked about it before. Yes, yeah. Um, and I also want to be a reader. Yeah. Or an audio listener. <clears throat> and Consumer so, of written yeah. content. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think it's like, oh, I never read or I only read when I have the chance. Like that's not going to... That's not going to push you Encourage you to, the, to have the habit steps. of reading. Right. right. And yeah. so, you know, to tell people that, oh, I'm a reader. I like to read, you know. I guarantee will, you'd read more if you told people that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, this is, that's what I would say. It's like, is, is, and that's what he's talking about in the book right now. Again, yeah. I haven't finished it, but I'm a reader, so I'm going to. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> got her. Uh, uh, right and, joke, right to the heart. Got her. Got her. Um, and yeah. so, so yeah, so that would be my sort of encouragement is like, if you want to establish habits, like yeah. about eating healthier, being better with your money, don't always tell people or don't introduce that idea as like, you're trying to like right. be confident and like take that identity yeah. so that you can walk into that identity. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's what, and bringing it back to following Christ, like that's what we do when we say, Hey Jesus, come into my heart mm-hmm. and change my life. We don't say, well, I'm trying to be a Christian. You know, we don't say that right? because it's totally transformative. And then we walk into that identity and we continue walking into it until we walk into heaven and we are, we are that. That's you know, the reward. That's close the reward. Close the loop, babe. We're going to close the loop in heaven. <laughs> oh, brings tears to my eyes. But just like, like knowing that in Christ, we walk into his identity. Mm-hmm. Like that's so powerful to then understand that in other areas of our lives. Well, yeah, that's like, we've, I feel like we've talked about this before in one of the early episodes. Um, cause I had written that devotional called practice mm-hmm. and about how, you know, we, we, we say things like, Oh, I'm just not patient. Right. I have no self-control. Yep. I don't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. And we like speak it over ourselves instead of acknowledging that like, no, if we would just choose it and practice it and walk it out and speak the opposite over ourselves, we would, Get in the habit of believing yeah. that, yeah, and you know, doing the things that those people, that right. people who believe that do, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's so you know, I think the 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 point is just to sort of encourage you to like. I think studying habits has been really helpful for me, yeah. Um, just to like understand that there is some brain science to it, very much so. Um, but there's also some things that we can control, and like we can step into that and, and try to change and adapt and and become better versions of ourselves, and and. You know, when we become better versions of ourselves, we become a better reflection of who Jesus is and what he's done, because that's why we do this. We don't do this just so that we have a six pack or that we, you know, have a successful business or that Mm -hmm. we're a great mom or dad, or we do this so that we can reflect Christ the best way possible and that we can proclaim his glory because he's the reason that we want to become this 1% better version of ourselves every single day. Mm. Preach. I'll preach. So yeah, so that's it. Snap, snap, snappity, snap, snap, snap. Um, and uh, we're going to finish with our two favorite segments. Yeah. Strong feelings. <laughs> strong feelings. Strong. And uh, Mount Rushmore. What's the Mount Rushmore of today? Take, are we doing that one first? Sure. Let's do that one first. Whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's do strong feelings okay. first. Oh. Ooh, so much stress. Sweating. So my strong feelings. Sweating through my new deodorant. Normally I'm a pretty positive strong feelings guy. Yep. I think strong feelings can be, can lean negative. 
Right. Yeah. By the nature of them. Yeah. But I try to keep it positive. But today mine's negative. So I went to this place to get wings. I get wings almost every Sunday during football season. And uh, they, they have to recognize me. I'm there every Sunday. Yeah. Like, or at least kind of like I order the same thing, you know. Right. And so today I show up and my wings weren't on the bar where they normally are. So I paid for them and she starts helping everybody. And I'm sitting there for a while and I'm watching like actually the first quarter of the game. And I'm like, I've been here for almost this whole first quarter. Right. You know, and I'm not like a pushy customer. I'm not the guy that's like, hey, can someone check? So someone comes up to me, she's like, I'll check on them. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be great. Mm-hmm. She walks in the back and then she comes out to talk to the other person at the bar, two ladies. And I can hear their conversation. I'm close <laughs> enough to them to hear them say, the order wasn't put in. I told them to put it in now. <laughs> they won't take very long. And I'm thinking. Hopefully he can't hear us. Yeah. And I'm like, else. and I'm like, so, so my strong feelings are like, if you've made a mistake <laughs> in the customer service world, just own it. Like, just tell me, hey, we forgot to put them in. Right. We put them in right now. Oh, I'm so They'll be sorry here got soon. Skipped. Yeah. You know, is there anything we can get you? Can we get you a drink? Maybe on the house? Like, there's so many easy solutions to, like, yeah. just make me feel like, oh, no big deal. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, or here's here's two bucks back for the delay or what? Right. Like, a hundred things you could do. <laughs> but to whisper nearby... <laughs> And it's like, I'm fully aware that normally when I order, I they're understand there. the time and they're yeah. sitting there, Yeah, you know, it, it, I just have some strong feelings about it. And I was just uh, like, yeah, treat me like what a, a human bad being. habit. <laughs> it was just like, I hope, I hope it's not a habit. For yeah. Me. It was just like, I was just so frustrated by it. I was like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not that far away from you. It's not yeah. loud in here. <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah. But my strong feelings are if you've made a mistake in the customer service world, mm. whether you can fix it or not. Right. Like they're, they're, the wings aren't going to be there 15 minutes ago for me. Like right. I've already been waiting. Yeah. Is to just say, Hey, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Just to apologize for the mistake. Yeah. I don't even need anything. I don't need a free drink. I don't need the wings free. I just like that. Right. I was just like, yeah. Hey, we forgot to put them in. So, so sorry. They're in they'll, now. They'll be out. They'll soon. be out as soon as they can be. Yeah. So feelings. Huh. Strong feelings. Yeah. Yeah. What are yours? You have nothing written down. No, I know. I know. Uh, My strong feelings are the importance of a really good pen. Okay. So I didn't think I used to care about pens. Maybe I did. I got some feelings about some pens. I know you do. And I think that has sparked my strong feelings because I didn't really use the care. I probably picked it more of like what color it was in in high school. Oh, I mean, I had like the multicolored set, oh, like stop. gel pens, you know? Stop. Did you ever the one that clicked down the different colors? Like yeah. It had the, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. For sure. Yeah, the pen and it would like push different ones. Yes, definitely. We're definitely going to need some prayer this week, guys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, since then, you like those... Um, I like two... I have two pens. Yes. The G2 from Pilot. Right. Cause it's like, it's inky and real smooth yeah. and it is, it's great. I like that Silky for a certain smooth. kind of like, if I'm practicing my signature, I want mm-hmm. a G two. Yeah. <laughs> did you do, you do that as a kid? Oh, practice yes. your signature? I definitely did. Oh yes. And I remember it was like mid high school that I like found it yeah. and then I've, I've pretty much stuck with it since yeah. even when I switched last names Yeah. and just adopted the yeah. same style. Um, and then we love the Sharpie pen, the Sharpie pen. So it, it is a marker, but it is bonkers thin. Sharpie thin pen. So good. Yeah. It's just so good. It makes me more excited to write things down. Yeah. Like makes you, I feel like it focuses you more. Yeah. Like if you have a bad pen, you're like, ah, this list is terrible. I'm never going to do these things. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote exercise on this list with this bad pen. Never doing it ever again. Those are good, strong (laughs) feelings. They're feelings. And they're strong. 
Um, and then lastly, the Mount Rushmore. Brooke picked this Mount Rushmore this week, which I thought was really good. Um, it is the Mount Rushmore of childhood snacks. Yes. So what years were you, would you consider yourself like a prime well, you know, snack consuming child? I was born in 85. I was born in 86. So we are a year apart. Yeah. So for me, for, like for the 90s. You, the 90s, yeah. We're 90s kids. Four when no one cared 14. what chemicals were in your food. <laughs> you could eat whatever you want. I think red dye was just a drink we used to drink. Yeah. Um, I was not allowed to have cereal over a certain amount of sugar in the box. We always had to pick 10 grams or less. We weren't allowed to have sugary cereal unless it was the weekend. Mm-mm. Cindy, Cindy and Joyce coming in with those cereal rolls. Cereal rolls. I guess because you, as a kid, you might eat it every day before yeah. school. And that, it is a lot. It's a lot. Some of them are crazy. You go look at I those feel numbers. like our kids are going to miss out on epic childhood snacks because everything is so much healthier now. But they don't know that. But I know that. Yeah, but they won't know. Anyway. And they'll be like, remember when we used to eat all those bunny gummies? And <laughs> be like, yes, I do. Do you remember when we used to have those like date loaf balls? Yeah. Those chia chips, do you remember those? Seed. And they're going to love it. They're gonna it's going to be it. great. Remember when we used to just eat half of avocados? <laughs> they, hey, they had that for dinner and they loved it. <laughs> so my Mount Rushmore of childhood snacks. Do you want to go first or shy? Because um, you established this I'll Mount go first. Rushmore. Hit it, Mine babe. would be in no order, but these are the top four. They are carved in stone. They are carved in stone. Gushers. <laughs> I mean, come on. They Gushers still, I think they still list, make yeah. those. I wonder if they're any better than they used to be. I don't know. They're probably made out of chia seeds now. You who? Never gotten to Yoohoo. Ever? Ever. Okay. I used to get it, I think, because I used to go to a lot of my dad's shows with him. And so we would we would drive and travel to all these different places. And we would always stop at some sort of gas station, like, to get snacks. Right. So I would, like you know, deal. when you're a kid, like, yeah. what do you, I'm not going to get a soda. I don't, right. I don't like soda. I don't like uh, carbonated drinks, really. So I would get a Yoohoo, which is, like, kind of a fake chocolate milk. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. But. If you have real chocolate milk in your life, it's definitely very watery and weird. Yeah. But I loved it. Loved the glass bottle with the yellow label and the blue writing. I can just, I can see it. I feel it. like I if you drank it, it now, you'd be like, this well, is disgusting. Yeah. Um, and while I was at said gas, gas station, I would probably buy a bag of bugles. Yoo-hoo bugles. Man. Brooke, can't blink, hair pulled tight, wearing a turtleneck. Yes. You got yoo-hoo and bugles walking out of sheets or turkey oil. I do. Nice. I don't think a sheets was around here. Yeah, then. I don't think so either. Um, and last but not least would be SpaghettiOs. Wow. It's not really a snack. It's more it of like a be. food. Yeah. But yeah, again, that, that something beat that out fruit by the foot for me. Again, something that I think if you had now, you'd be like, this is disgusting. Oh yeah, for sure. But Bugles it was like are still so and, good and Gushers would still be so good. Yeah. I think the other Just two. Just not good for you, but yeah, good. But very delicious. All right, what are yours? Mine are Gushers. Yep. Gushers on my list. So I have this, I have this funny story. So one of the first memories of lying to my mom. Uh, How funny. Tell us all. Tell you all about it. So uh, I didn't realize this until I was in high school, but we were poor uh, growing up. My parents did a really good job of disguising it and making everything feel like it was a celebration, which was amazing. Um, yes, there is there is a whole podcast yes. lesson to be talked about. It there. gets me emotional thinking about what my parents did to make our childhood feel mm-hmm. fantastical and wonderful and amazing. Yeah. And then realizing, oh, we were poor. Right. I didn't know that. Um <laughs> But we used to have snacks like Gushers or Fruit by the Foot, and it was like only for lunches. Yeah. And one time I snuck to the cabinet. Pantry. Pantry. I was going to eat a pack of Gushers, had it in my hand. And they had like, they were like very space oriented. Like the yes, Gushers like were Celestial, asteroids. Like a trapper keeper. Yep. Yep. And uh, my mom was like, what are you doing? I think she, <laughs> obviously she knew. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, I was, uh, um, I was just looking at the design. 
Mm. Yeah, just checking um, out the new packaging. Checking out mom. the design. Yep. On this single pack of gushers that yeah. I have in my hand. Oh, good. It's what yep. I thought it was. I'm, I'm gonna just going to put it back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Very vivid memory. That's so gushers. funny. And she's probably thinking, if you had just asked, I would have let you eat them. <laughs> uh, Dunkaroos. Yes. I do the, remember those. those were and I think my brother really liked big them. Big deal. Because again, poverty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big League Chew. Yeah. Oh, I still love oh, that. Oh, that's so good. I mean, it dries out within 48 seconds. But yeah. those 48 seconds are choice bubblegum chewing. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, Warheads. And Warheads, sour candy. Yeah. No, I'm not a sour candy I person. I love sour candy. And I remember when we used to go to wrestling camp with my grandpa, <laughs> the snack shop had like a bunch of flavors of Warheads. Okay. And that was like always the thing that we the got. Thing. Um, so yeah, yeah, so we'd love to know your Mount Rushmore of childhood snacks. You can leave a review, let us know. Um, but that's it for this week's or episode. Or mail us a box. Or we'll mail us, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Should I put our address in? <laughs> Should we just put it all over the internet? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's already out there. Um <laughs> Reminder, you can enter our giveaway. The last post on our Instagram is to win a $500 gift card, I think. I can't remember now. We haven't checked it in so long. But go. 10 people are winning a $500 $500 gift card. card. I think that's right. So go enter. Yeah. Comment on that. Share it to your story. That'd be huge help. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can subscribe, leave a review. Means the world to us. I got to go. Go make good habits. Go make good habits. I have to go play a Swamp Dragon soccer game. Yeah, yeah. Mm, No. Splash. Splash. Okay. Okay, I love love you. bye. Bye.